Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. That's all he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true. star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Do you suffer from imposter syndrome? Um... No, because I people tend to say that I uh, under what's the word like um, underappreciate myself or under underestimate myself. Okay, but so I'm more just honest because like when people are like, "Oh, you're so good at this," I'm like, I don't really think that I am yet because my old job I hardly did anything. Right. So I feel like people who saw me. In moments where I was doing things, we're like, oh, yeah, you're really good. But I just never put a lot of credit to that because I just didn't feel like I was doing enough. I have, like, a one hair in maybe your it's, mouth, Maybe it is imposter it for you. Maybe it isn't. <laughs> maybe I don't know. It could very well yeah, be. Yeah, I know. Okay, so I suffer from, like, a very similar sort of situation where it's basically, like, I refuse to believe that, like, any of my results or success is actually the result of like my own like hard work it's yeah. literally just like oh no that must have just come together or yes. like yeah no that's imposter syndrome my dear i think i think <laughs> i i think i definitely have that i it's interesting because this the the tarot card reader last night was like you don't celebrate enough oh fuck that hit hard yeah like you don't actually and it's true because i i don't feel like i've had true fun or like celebration of like you know like if you celebrate a birthday or if you celebrate getting a promotion and whatever that celebration is whether that's a dinner with your boyfriend or oh with your friends or even just like having a bath like with yourself like yeah I haven't done that yeah in like so long because right now I'm like kind of overwhelming myself with work to avoid depression legit yeah like like this yeah like, like being like, okay, I'm having a Halloween party. I need to throw myself into decorating the apartment. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a lot of side job offers in addition to this new full-time job that I'm saying yes to when I probably shouldn't because I'm going to be exhausting myself. Yeah. Because I'm going to be working. I work seven hours and then I'm probably committing to another two hours of work. Like, right. Yeah. Each day. Plus, you know, I gotta get home. Like, it's just, there's so yeah. many things. No, you still before, have to feed and water yourself. You still need to fucking... And then before you know it, it's 2 a.m. And you're like, I have to be up at 7. 
what? See, that's the, that's the one thing I don't struggle with is no matter what life throws at me, no matter how much I've taken on what is on my plate, my bitch ass is in bed by mm. 10, motherfucker. You've always talked about being like being really good I'm at that. I'm such an early like. Oh, do not fuck with me past like eleven o'clock. I don't even remember. My mind is a vortex past eleven p.m. That's inspirational though. That is that's like I I would like to get there. No, I would like to stay up past that for like I don't know maybe social occasions or like right. like like my boyfriend's the opposite. He would rather like he's a creative mind, so he would rather stay up until four a.m. thinking about stuff and then sleep mm. until four p.m. the next day. Whereas that's like mean. I like to get up at eight thirty and start my day, drink my coffee, let's take a yeah. shower. Let's get let's get going. You're a morning person. It's, it's, and I never realized it until I realized that I hate waking up at like like or starting my day at like three or four and realize I've just missed everything. It's it's harder for morning people to be night people, or it's harder for morning people to like on occasion be a night person. It's hard I feel to, like it's hard with to night up. people. They can get up early. They'll just be miserable pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. But we can get up early, but we're a little more used to operating on no Oh, my sleep. God, no. Costa tried so hard to take me to movies at, like, 9 p.m., and I fall asleep in the theater every time. Nine is... I feel like, like the movies that start at, like, 9, 30, 10 are too late. It's rude. It's rude. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, two, three hours. Like, fuck. Yeah, it's too late. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, whew, self-care. I got to do the more self-care stuff. But so that's the thing is pick one. You know what I mean? That's what I do. Is at the very at the very least, pick one and give it to yourself. Whether that's sleep, whether that's food, whether that's water, pick one. Mm. That's actually really good advice. Let like, the other two slide if you need to, but pick one. Right. That's where I'm always at. I'm and like, at least I'm trying at it. Exactly. Cause I can yeah, exactly. Like once I feel like, okay, I got enough sleep today, let's work on getting something into my belly. Or okay, mm. I ate something earlier. Let's see if I can have a glass of water now. Right. The water thing is like I'm so bad at that. And I've gotten actually really so good at it except for yeah. coffee. Oh yeah. I, I've been known to like I, I'll be like, I'm so thirsty. I'll get to work, be like coffee, and then I don't feel a thirst anymore. Yeah. But I am still thirsty. I just oh, I always mass, have a beverage in my hand. Yeah, like yeah. I'm always thirsty. Yeah, yeah. But oh. I've gotten better at resorting to water. Mio helps. Mio really oh, helps. The, like the little juice. Yeah, I, I thought it was dumb at first, but now I refer to it as delicious water. And like, yeah, and it just adds some little flavor. Yeah, mm. a little spritz, spritz. All of a sudden, it's basically juice, but with no cow. Oh, I gotta get into that. I like. I'm I'm obsessed with bubbly water. That's my thing. I mean, I'm not mad at this because it's got mm. that slight flavor to it, but it does still taste like TV static. <laughs> That's so funny. That is what it tastes like. That's so interesting. I totally saw that in like a tweet or something, but like immediately related. <laughs> TV static. Oh my gosh. You guys, we're, I'm very excited for this. This is part two of the Halloween episode um, coming out on November 1st, the day after Halloween, which is convenient. The Halloween hangover. Um, yeah, the Halloween. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> Um, I'm very excited to ha- welcome back. Oh my gosh, you've been on this podcast so much. I know. You're a regular at this I point. I just keep like moseying my way in. I'm like, I'm but relevant, I, right? I love it. And I said it earlier, you're an expert in all things spooky and sexy. It's Frankie. You were on not too long is. ago. Yeah, not, not a too while. long ago. And you were on last year's Halloween episode. Yes, which is very Amy. relevant. I'm actually kind of excited because I think a lot of what we're going to cover today kind of touches on our last episode Ooh. about like the self-love, self-care kind of situation but in more of like a intentional way yes so i reached out to you because i was like panicking for an episode and and (laughs) i i I got to do a tarot card reading with neighborhood witch and we chatted for about 10 minutes but i i paid for the half hour and i didn't want to waste 
the rest of his time. So I was like, okay, let's do a 10-minute chat. And I want to get into the reading now. So I did 20-minute reading and then a 10-minute chat with him about um, just what he does and stuff. But yeah. I was like, oh, I need more juice. I need more juice to this Halloween episode because it's my favorite holiday. I know you're a huge Halloween fan. Oh, absolutely. You go hard like I do. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I didn't so book much. a whole vacation this year like I did last year. Yes, you you did a Halloween vacation. <laughs> it was great. And I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything. I just sat at home. I watched horror movies. I think I had a spooky photo shoot done. Like It was great. Yes. Yeah, I know. It was fun. Um, oh, but awesome. no, I, I go hard, yeah. Like, we've been yeah. just like spooky movies. I decorated spooky cookies last night. I saw those cookies. Uh, we did the jack o' lanterns. Uh, we usually do the fear farm and churro, which we didn't get to this year, but. Oh, I, every single year, I'm like, I need to go, and life's just been too insane. Yeah, to and go, like, but. every time I'm like, oh, let's go this day. The stars have aligned. Everything is flawless. I'm like, oh, look, it rained. Mm. I'm like, I just don't want to stand in a corn maze for like an hour in the rain. I just don't. Halloween is one of those holidays that you could oh, really it's totally you can get do a rain so much. You can do so much on yeah. Halloween, though. Like, there's so many ways you can celebrate it. Well, that's the thing is why. Yeah. Okay, no, I tweeted about this because I was pissed off. But my Uh-oh. tweets are hilarious, by the way. Everybody I love follow me. You hot, on Twitter. hot dogs, please. It is just brain garbage. Plug your Twitter right um, now. Yeah, so just can, what's your what's your just Twitter at now? hot dogs, please. Oh my god, it is. That's right. You have such an awesome handle. It's I just love hot dogs. No, I love that. I um, love that. Uh, but yeah, no, I tweeted about this because like fucking Hallmark starts like the Christmas movie marathon like November 1st and it's literally 24-7. They're like, we got you, fam. We got Christmas movies for days. And a lot of Christmas lovers love that and you know what? They can have it. That's fine. I'm not into the Christmas movies. I am into the Christmas season. Right. But where the fuck? I can't even get like one horror movie marathon on AMC or some bullshit. Like I have cable. Where the fuck are my Halloween movies? I pay for cable, Sarah. <laughs> See, my rant involves the stores. I don't. My boyfriend pays for cable. As we are recording this, this is the day before Halloween. Yeah. When I was prepping for my live stream, which was on Saturday, I was like wanting to pick up some last minute things. They already started taking down the Halloween decorations. They oh moved, yeah, no. They, they moved it to another like corner of Walmart, and I was like, "This isn't." You fair. should see winners. Oh yeah, it's a winter wonderland. It's it's listen. Okay, and I'm not a huge <laughs> Christmas fan, but like you can have it. Yeah, but just give me my Halloween until mm. November first, at least. Right. And then give me the discount candy. I think November then, itself should be kind of like a Nightmare Before Christmas themed holiday month. Yes! Where you get the little bit best of both worlds. You, you listen should. to side A and B. Yes. <laughs> but also, like, I also kind of feel like maybe wait until after Remembrance Day for all the commercialization and all that. Kind of feel like that, too. I, I used to feel that way. And even coming from a military background, like, both my parents are, were in the military, um, I kind of feel like... Enough people thought that they could do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, no, but, that's fair. It's just, it, it's a lot down my throat. Yeah, no, it's, it is it is a lot. Like, you know, like... The, the commercialism is a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, for, any, like, for anything. Like, let people decorate their houses. Let them, sep- like, celebrate all that exciting stuff. But, like, same, like, regurgitated, like, Star Wars ornaments every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I just want like some nice like silver balls or some shit. Like you know what I want to do when I have a bigger place. I want to get a black Christmas. I have tree. one. It's seven <gasps> foot tall. It is my goth Christmas dream. Shut and up. And I almost decorated it for Halloween. Well, that was the thing. I want to make a Halloween tree. Yeah, no, I want to make a year round tree, but just a goth tree. And like just redo it so you do like Halloween I'll just cover and- it in faces of Robert Smith. Ah! Ah! Oh my gosh, this is great. 
I love it. I love how absolutely relevant to our uh, our subject matter. What we're going to do with our trees, well, but no, it's Canadian Tire was expensive, but it's beautiful. I, I I saw someone on Amazon and I almost did it, but I was like, I have nowhere in here to put it. Like it's just like, oh yeah, it's, nowhere in my apartment. It was like Costco. We're putting a seven foot giant Alaskan black pine tree in our fucking living room. <laughs> uh, only you, Frankie. Only you. I like covered it. in black glitter ornaments, oh. like it's literally the most extra goth Christmas. I I die for that. I love darkness, and I just love all of it. <laughs> we're here today. We're gonna talk about some spooky, spookyish stuff. But I have a question to open this because mm-hmm. I messaged you. My first question was, "Do you yeah. know things about spells?" Yeah. Because when I was at Neighborhood Witch, um, which by the way, I, maybe we should light start lighting this incense now. Oh, yeah. So I picked up some banishing incense. Yeah, let's banish some bad energies. From Neighborhood Witch. And I also have some candles we're going to light after we use the banishing incense. Because I was telling her, I was like, I'm just in a bad spot. Um, I feel like i got to banish some negativity. And she's like, yeah, you should do the, light the banishing incense and then light the love candles. And it'll be kind of like a cool transition. I don't have a holder like I thought I did. So I might just hold it like this. That's fine. (laughs) Do we have, like... Is there something else we could put it in? Honestly, like, if I've not had an incense burner, I've just used, like, again, a glass or honestly anything you can just, like, drop it up into, which I feel like really plays into the idea of, like, this is not... What this is not your professional witchcraft. I'm not bringing out your grandma's grimoire. Like, this is... This is very... Everyday beginner witches yeah this is like your 2019 make and do with what we've got hell yeah hell diy exactly the diy but neighborhood witch is such a great spot there's they really are great they have so much there and like they're so willing to like answer questions and like talk to you about things like i've never had a bad experience with neighborhood witch um they're super friendly and responsive on their social media pages as well yeah and i can't remember if they still do them they used to do subscription boxes Oh, that would be amazing. Oh, that would be, like, such a good freaking gift. Mm. I'd be oh. like, send me all the spooky things. I used to light incense all the time as a kid. Am I doing this right? There we go. Yeah. I think that that... My is parents this, like, used to, and then face? I realized they were smoking pot. Oh, this is spooky. <laughs> I love this. Mm. It's nice. It smells yeah. like the inside of, like, a, a witchy shop. Oh, absolutely. You know? Like, it's that... I don't really know how to describe I sense. can't place sense that it. well. There's definitely, like... Again, I don't even know my correspondence off the top of my head. I still reference a book. Like, I would not be able to tell you what goes with what yet. Like, that is how incredibly, like, there's too much on the go. This is for somebody that's got a full-time fucking job yes. and depression and can't engage in hobbies and barely does the things that they actually want to do but still wants to invoke the universe. Yes, the busy the busy witch. The busiest fuck witch. The depressed <laughs> witch. The basic witch. Yes. The, the witch that doesn't have fucking time. We don't have time. We're just doing the bare essentials. Did you, were you a fan of the craft? When I'm they, not going to lie, I've never seen the craft. Like, okay, so bits and pieces on like much music when I was Frankie, younger, but I've never sat down. Can you please I've watch never, it? I, no, I've always wanted to. I just have never sat down and given the time. I will admit that. Frankie! I am sorry. <laughs> You're forgiven because I love you, but... That's the like when I asked the um the the guy who did my reading at, at Neighborhood Witch, I was like, "How did you get in all this?" And he's like, "So I watched the craft," and I was like, "Oh my okay, god!" Okay, so oh no, my like god. when I was like ten years old, 
I saw Practical Magic. Practical Magic. I mean, that's yeah. I would say those are the my two. Yeah, like Hocus Pocus would be third. Hocus for Pocus, me. I found it's was fun. like more of a gimmicky witch, but yeah. like Practical Magic made me want to practice. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Nicole Kidman's character. In oh that. my god, yeah. she made me gay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and among other things, it's fine. Um, so good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to have to, like, pop that on. But, yeah, like, I remember being, like, 10 years old and a friend of mine and I, like, we saw Practical Magic and we loved it. And, like, I know everybody made, like, shampoo potions, but we were literally, like, mixing essential oils and, like, casting intentions upon them and then wearing them as perfumes. Wow. See, like, between I- 10 and 12 years old. We did the, so in the craft, there's calling the corners, like earth, air, fire, water, yeah, yeah, yeah. earth, air. So like, we did more of that kind of gimmicky stuff. We weren't as hardcore as you. But like, when I saw the craft, <laughs> I was like, that was a whole phase of my life. That, oh my like, gosh. Like, that we, mood. we each had an element, and like, I was always the, the, the water, because I'm Pisces. Gotcha. I'm definitely a water sign, for sure. Um, See, no, I saw that Taurus rising as soon as I met you. Oh, my God. The Taurus rising? I've only, like... I saw all your Taurus placements as soon as I met you. (laughs) Well, I do (laughs) realize that I self-soothe a lot with sleep and food, so... (laughs) That's such a Taurus. That is No, you just seem, like, more, like loud and up front like a Taurus than a Pisces would be like a Pisces would be more like reserved yeah, and, and like quiet kind of how I always thought I was like I do think deep, like deep but down that's your Pisces, rising your rising is what you like spread out yes. to the world so like I saw you as a Taurus before I knew you were a Pisces that's so interesting and that's exactly what your rising really does I hated really it at first but I'm, I'm embracing the Taurus now I, I feel am. that I have placements that I don't love I have a Cancer Venus and I hate it ooh my Venus is an Aquarius oh that's almost as bad and, which is <laughs> odd because like out of all of them when I was reading the Air- Venuses are harsh. Yeah. Air Venuses are confusing because they still, like, there's still something there. You probably need to be, like, mentally stimulated. Like, you probably don't like a partner who's stupid. Oh, 100%. Well, it it was talking about how, like, you're more attracted to, like, the unconventional forms of Fucking weirdos. Weirdos. Aquarians love weirdos. Yeah. And they're very, like, humanitarian. weirdos. Yes. They're weirdos. They are the weirdos, mister. Yeah, they are. See, I'm culturally aware. I just haven't seen it. (laughs) I'm sorry. So we have the vanishing, or banishing, <laughs> the vanishing incense going, but you know a thing or two about spells. A thing or two, yeah. So like a lot of what I do isn't as ritualistic as what um, most witchcraft really is. Um, mm. I have always used the term solitary or secular to describe my witchcraft because that directly implies that I'm not really adhering to any deity. Interesting. And also, too, I didn't really realize that, like, anyone can do spells. Anybody. Okay, the thing is, is, like, honestly, anything is a spell. Mm. Deciding not to step on a crack is a spell. Mm. Deciding that you prefer to stir your coffee clockwise, counterclockwise, whatever, that in itself is a spell. Like, the small things that you decide for yourself because your intuition kicked in, those are spells. Like yeah. It's kind of the, the power of the mind. Exactly. It's literally, all a spell really is, is... Finding a way to ground yourself, figure out your intention, and manifest that and release that energy back into the universe so it can basically release it back into you. And I mean, a lot of the self-help talk. And I could be paraphrasing that. Well, yeah, no, 100%. But like, even like self-help talk, like of affirmations and uh, positive self-talk, that's kind of the same thing. Thing. Witchcraft is nothing if not a conduit for that. Yeah. It's really just a vessel, like right. a catalyst, if you will. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so when I went into 
neighborhood witch, I was like, what kinds of things could I get for spells? Yeah. That are simple and like. Yeah, for sure. And they said incense and yep. candles, like candle magic. Uh, but yeah. what, what do you got for me? Um, so candle magic is definitely, um, one of the like easiest to Easier like start ones. with. Um, I like to combine candle magic with color magic. Um, well, candle magic in itself is a form of color magic, I suppose, but color magic is everywhere. Um, so color magic is as simple as putting on your favorite red dress and feeling like a spicy fucking hot pepper. Like, you Ooh. know what I mean? So it's like, like being affected by colors? Kind of yeah, thing? absolutely. Col- every single color does have an energy that's associated with it. Ooh. And like, you feel it. You know what I mean? It's used in advertising. It's used in marketing all the time. Right. Those sorts of things, whether or not you call it magic, that's magic. That's it's energy. Magic. It's intention. It's auras. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's all mm. wrapped in a universal feeling Mm, like those certain colors cause most people to react that way it invokes a universal feeling which is interesting because what do you think black black generally invokes a sense of power that's why, like... The, the black yeah. dress? Like, oh, absolutely. Like, if you... If, like, black dress is what you want to put on and, side note, loved your costume. When you want to feel Morticia Adams. When you want to be, like, I in charge, that. powerful bitch. But the thing about Morticia Adams is you know she still has a heart. Yeah, that's why I like her. Yeah, no, she's great. I and like you I can always Im- wanted to do Morticia. And that's the thing, is by putting on a dress like Morticia's, you invoke that energy. Mm-hmm. And you feel it in yourself, and you're ready to project that back into the world. Heck yes. That in itself is a spell. Right. Interesting. Do you do spells a lot? I'm not as intentional with them as I would like to be. Mm. Um, again, I'm I'm fucking lazy. Um, I'm depressed as <laughs> shit. I've been dealing with a lot. I just quit my job due to mental health. Right. Like I've been spiraling a lot lately. And oh my god, I'm, we're both spiraling. Oh yeah, for sure, in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad that I do have some like time off coming up that I can devote to myself and try to get back into maybe not even necessarily rituals or even daily practicing, but just starting to be more intentional with myself. Um, I've never taken like affirmations seriously. I've never been able to do them. I think we talked about this on the last episode, actually. Like, and I've never taken them seriously. Um, but I guess really the whole point is that when you finally do take them seriously, it means they worked. Right. <laughs> so, like, that's something that I'm like, I would like to work on and see if that works for me. Yeah. Um, and, like, yeah, using, like, various forms of magic is a really good way to kind of be intentional about it and set yourself up for, I don't know, receiving what it is that you uh, hope to it's hope to manifest. Because I did some research today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about spells. Oh, if I didn't hit the Google machine before <laughs> I came over, I would look like such an asshole right now. Like... Oh yeah, let's be real. And one and there's a lot of like modern like spells, like herbals, yeah. and a lot of them were like like because I googled essentially spells for heartbreak or spells oh, for sure to get over heartbreak, and one of them even mentioned they're like block them from social media, and you wouldn't think that that was a witchcraft thing, but literally it was. Part but that's of the thing the spell. is you could pull up that person's page and you could like have the block option ready to go, and if you could if you like say and affirm to yourself something along the lines of like I am banishing this person. Mm-hmm. Like they are no longer affecting me. Mm-hmm. They no longer need to have any effect on my life. I am getting rid of them. Mm-hmm. I know it's so hard though. For me, and it's, it's like the, it's the part of being intentional about it. Yeah, I have those moments, but then I just totally relapse. Totally. You're allowed. You're a human. Like, and it's just so it's so frustrating because I want to have that. Like, like I was literally last night, like raging and drinking and smoking cigarettes which I never smoke cigarettes ever but when I'm really feeling it 
I was I was just like needed something. Yeah. And I was just like, I love him. I hate him. I love him. I hate like like I was just like going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just and I so I have to get to a place where I am ready to let go. And that's what why I'm kind of diving into things like tarot. Yeah. Honestly, like one of the one of the best things that I have like read on dealing with like love and heartbreak in the forms of magic is to really turn it inward and you know like you never want to cast a spell that is specific about you know like a person right like that sort of like thing. a love spell yes exactly i actually have a note here like about love spells Ooh, tell me and just basically really really affirming for yourself that the love spell is for you not him not even for him and not even for you like as a couple Mm. it's like for example you know like say you're looking at happy couples and you find yourself getting frustrated Mm -hmm. or jealous or whatever it is i mean yeah what is legit (laughs) no for sure but like that's a good opportunity at least like again i've read all of this like very very you know like brush myself up on it before i came over so i could feel confident um (laughs) but uh like it gives you an opportunity if not even later, to kind of reflect and be like, okay, so if I felt that jealousy or that frustration, what was it that they seemed to have that I wanted? Was it right. was it really just each other or was it a sense of security? Was it a sense of happiness? Yeah. Was it a sense of, you know, did they seem carefree? Did they right. really seem like they were enveloped in each other? What is it about their connection that you really, really want it? And how can you make it for yourself? Hmm. Yeah, I often think about that, and I always try to sum it up in one sentence, and it's always very sad. Like, and I don't think you have to, though. I think you're mm, allowed to like break it up into sentences. You could make a fucking sen- poem if you a wanted. Fucking you can, paragraph paper thesis. If, like if like if a certain song in particular is oh, what's helping you like oh, affirm those feelings. Selena Gomez, her new song. Well, if that's you know like if that's what helps you Holy sum fuck. up your feelings and affirm yeah. them, but like that's you know. A way. That's a way like, to do it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because that's always really funny because I, I feel like part of me is like, ooh, I want to try a live spell. And I'm like, you're right, though. It has to be more about you. Yeah, it's it's wanting to invite a certain energy in instead of being like, why don't I have that with him? Or why doesn't he want that with me? Right. It's more or less like, I want that feeling for myself because I deserve it. Yeah. Oh, oof. And do you know about attachment styles? That I don't, actually. So, that's like, there's different types of attachment styles right. based on how you were raised and, like, your childhood upbringing. And okay. And it kind of forms how you form attachments. Right. And there's different kinds. And when I did the quiz, I came up as anxious. Interesting. And I'm always very nervous that people are going to leave me. Right. I'm always on edge because no one's stuck Oh, around. God, I'm curious what mine is. <laughs> you should look it up. Like, I have a book. Okay. I'll show you the book. <laughs> And you could, probably, you could probably read them and figure What's it out. What's your love language? My love language is definitely words of affirmation. Feel and, you. And quality time. Feel you. Feel you hard. Those two, like, for sure. Yeah. Um, I made a joke the other day that my love language is crying about you in public, but but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, like, I'm crying, crying too much in public. It's so fucking annoying. Um, but I need those words of affirmation. Like, yeah. I'm not so cuddly, although I am craving that more Dude, lately. Okay, but. okay, okay. I fucking feel you. <laughs> Yeah, just no, tell me thing. I'm great. Tell no, me I'm great. That's but. exactly it. Well, like, tell me that you're proud of me. Tell me wow. that I did a good job. Tell me mm-hmm. that I'm making a difference. And I feel like, did your mom not say that enough to you growing up? Mm. I, I, our, my family was never really, like, the lovey-dovey family. Okay, because, so, yeah. So that made me an anxious, have an anxious attachment style. Yeah. And so, 
Yeah, so I have issues with that. Uh, and in this situation, I was always anxious with this person. And then yeah. it turned out being true that, like, he cut it off and he's gone. So when I see people who are, like, couples that are really secure and, like, there for each other and they see each other, that's what triggers the right. the jealousy. And Interesting. Why don't I have that? And why can't someone just fucking stick around? Interesting. It's like a, it's like a crushing loneliness yeah. feeling. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And, like, I want to reiterate too. Like, when I talk with stuff like this, I'm not trying. I'm not looking. Oh for no, pity. you're just transparent as fuck, and I love that about you. Yeah, I'm not looking for pity. I'm like, I truly am. Like, like uh, the guy la- yesterday said, it's called shadow work. Like when you actually go really deep. Oh my into god, the, like, dude! Yeah, really brutally honest aspects of yourself, and you go, okay, like. Why is this happening? Yes. I'm like, how do I how do I work on this? Like, okay, so I have to work on this by like going for actually available men who are actually available to me and want to be with me. Like, that's my first habit that I need to break. Yeah. To stop these anxious feelings. If you're not changing, you're choosing. Exactly. So like, I know what needs to be done. It's just getting there. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Just the well, and that's there. the thing is, I feel exactly the same way yeah. about my job. Yes, you can totally apply it to your job because I fucking love it. Yeah, I love it, and that's the thing is, it feels like an abusive relationship because I know I have to go, but I'm still in love. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Okay. This 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 banishing and yeah. needs to uh, flow <laughs> yeah, over let's, us. Actually, let's let's point that towards us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, banishing yeah. all the. <laughs> All the audience, they don't need this as much as we do. We both need to let go of things of different things. No, for sure. But we both need to let go of things to be our true, happy, happiest selves. Yeah. Yes. There's obviously something holding us back. So it's about finding out what that is, finding out how to banish it, and how to use magic to your advantage. And I read about this thing called cord cutting. Like, and I don't really know what cord, like, I only read about it. It's just using it as a... Visual. Yeah, like, that's exactly it. If you represent, like, an actual cord or a small piece of rope as something that you need to cut out of your life and you actually cut it, like, it creates that physical doing something and you feel it. You feel it in your soul. Mm, That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. One of them was, like, you need to picture that person in front of you and picture ropes in between you and actually visualize cutting. Yeah. Oof, oh boy. Yeah. It's, that's some deep shit. Yeah, no, and I'll admit, like, I haven't di- like gotten far that, that yeah, far into either. that kind of thing yet, just because it's very daunting and it's time consuming. And yeah. again, I'm just, I'm busy and I'm depressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, we should start a paranormal podcast or something. Like a witchy <laughs> podcast. you have on the go, woman. I know, right? Yeah, let's start another, let's start another side project for both of us. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what we need. That's what we both need. Yeah. But I thought about it today. I was like, there's so many people in around Halifax that, like, I want to talk to. Like, astrologists. Oh, my God, right? Friggin' mediums. Like, I would love to dive into that world. I wish it was, like, easier to form a community. But then I'm just like, oh, I hate people. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay, so you have notes. So let's come to your notes. Yeah, so I just, I thought I would, like, I don't know. I gathered, like, a little bit of things. It's really just, like, brain garbage all over the page. And then, again, I brought my book for reference. And Mm -hmm. I brought some fun tattoo tarot cards. Yeah, we're going to do tarot cards again. Cool. So, I I mean, like. Basically, like, the be-all, end-all of spell work, so to speak, is really just the process, again, of, like, grounding, building, and releasing. Mm. So figuring out what it is that you want to invite or invoke, or or maybe it's something you want to banish. Mm. Um, Building up the energy to release that. So, for example... Yes. One of the best ways to manifest self-love or self-care or... Just beauty and love in general is, you know, 
Talking to our good friend Venus and doing a little bit of sex magic. Oh, let's talk about the sex magic, baby. So, I mean, it's not as exciting as it sounds. I mean, masturbation is something that we all do every day almost anyway. Mm -hmm. Just start thinking about it. Think about, you know, so, you know, you're... You're already doing it, you know. Yeah. You're already focusing very hard, and you're meeting your most intimate self. And it's energy. Absolutely. But that's exactly it. It's your most intimate self. You are tapping into your own very center. Right. And that's the thing, is you are f- f- making yourself feel something that, first of all, maybe only you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And even if not, you know what I mean? Like, you're still forming this incredible connection to yourself. Right. Whether you're, you know, like, I'll admit that there's often times where I masturbate and it's just getting the poison out. Like, I don't even care. I'm just here to come oh, and go on with my yes. day. Sometimes Absolutely. you just got to come and go on with your day. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, there's other times where you are real into it and you're feeling it and you're mm. super, you know, you feel that primal animalistic urge in you. Mm-hmm. And, like... Edging can also come into play with that, which is tons of fun. Um, See, I find it hard to edge myself. That's the weird thing. I have okay discipline with it. But it took me a while to get yeah. into it because I was like, "Why would I?" Especially edge when I could just come. Right? Like, <laughs> there's not much. Turn it down a couple notches before you're ready to go. There's not much. Distract time yourself there. somehow. Like, oh my god! S- switch the porno. Swipe right on Reddit. I don't know. There should be a, like an edging setting on vibrators that like you set it to like get really intense and then stop. Oh, you could probably then, do that with a Wii vibe. Oh, oh, I wonder. Oh, you. Oh, little assignment. We got maybe. an assignment up in front. Uh, maybe. Um, but basically, you know, you're. Again, you're tapping into your most intimate self and you're really forming that connection. And in doing so, you can really focus Mm -hmm. on your intention. And one of the best things to focus on while masturbation, uh, while masturbating is loving yourself. Mm -hmm. Something as simple as that is loving yourself, knowing that you're worthy of love. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm calling calling you out. Yeah, no, I said it today to my best friend. I was like. Because she was like, you need to understand why you do these really bad patterns that leave you so heartbroken. I was like, I think... You need to listen to the pattern. It's shaming you for a reason. I I think I go for unavailable people because I, deep down, don't think I deserve it. Like, someone to actually be with. Yeah. And that's fucked. Yeah. That is fucked and not right. And that's that's fair. And you're allowed to recognize that and you're allowed to make mistakes. You are human. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm... I'm, think I'm done. I don't want to say it for sure because, you know, I'll fuck that up again. Yeah. Probably. But it's, I don't know, it's for lack of a better term, essentially, you know, just connecting to the intention and fucking yourself into loving yourself again. is this kind of like while you're in the process, you're actually being like, I'm awesome. I'm worthy. Yeah. I mean, whatever works for you. Like, like, you know, things like I am sexy or, Mm. you know, like whatever it is that you need, like, to get off right interesting be like being turned on by yourself basically exactly that yeah you know like like i do me oh fuck yeah <laughs> would you fuck me because you're right sometimes it is just getting the poison out i love that saying getting the poison out yeah but other times you can actually look at yourself and go oh yeah yeah no especially like that's why like get into it light candles turn on incense put on lingerie fucking yes. put on a music that makes you feel like a bad bitch strip tease for yourself in the mirror fucking take pictures of yourself send nudes do whatever it is that makes you feel fucking hot i love that use all of that to build up your energy and then release it through the orgasm by yourself for yourself but but could this be done 
during sex too with partner absolutely but yeah. there's definitely I mean it would just be different it would just I be, guess it would, um, be, it would be different yeah and I feel like it would be best like I feel like it's definitely easiest to do it through masturbation because it's hard to mix energies mm. I probably wouldn't recommend it for partnered sex unless it was something that was like gratuitously communicated right. and you folks were like on the same page and like really um if he was kind of into it too yeah exactly yeah um just because, again, it's, I feel like it would be difficult to blend energies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, granted, I mean, you know, like, covens exist and people perform spell work together all the time. So, and again, I'm not an expert. Right. Um, but I find that, like, masturbation in itself is just one of the greatest ways to, like, tap into your inner self and really harness your own energy and what you are capable of. That's so true. And I think we we are too rushed sometimes. We don't give ourselves the time. And that's exactly it. Sometimes I'm just getting the poison out at 8.30 in the morning before I go to work. When <laughs> you know what? I, I deserve like an hour. I deserve candles. I deserve to give myself foreplay. Yes. Foreplay for yourself. Get the poison out should be the title. I love that. That's, <laughs> that's essentially what, what we're trying to do here. Pretty much. In a manner of speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Sex magic. That's so interesting. I wonder what it's like for like witches to get it on together. Like a guy witch and a girl witch or a girl witch and a girl witch. Like witch orgy. A witch orgy? Like that would be powerful. I feel like, I feel like that was the first porn I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> I love it. Let's throw it back to that first episode. Um. <laughs> Go back and listen to all the Frankie apps. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. See how many hair colors I've had since then. Oh my god, I was just thinking, like, I think you had pink hair on the last one. And it was very, like, gold, like, orange background. Like, this, yeah. is, this is, we're dark now. Yeah, we're dark. It, it's okay, it's green and blue and a weird one under here. I don't know what to call it. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, so what about glamours? Can we talk about glamours? Yeah, so I, I do actually want to reference this book a little yes, bit. because reference Yeah, I, couldn't, I can't remember where she was saying it. There it is. Okay, Fashion Magic. There we go. So this is The Inner Witch by... Yeah, Gabriella Hairstick. I don't know if I'm mispronouncing that, um, but she is on Twitter and she's absolutely wonderful. Um, Ooh, I love that. But uh, I, wrote, I bought this book recently because I knew her from Twitter and I was like, well, if she wrote a book, I would like to read it. Um, <coughs> but she has a really cool section in this book. Like a lot of it is just everything that like a modern beginner witch would need to know. Right. To like start developing her own path. And that's the thing is a path can be whatever you want. A path can involve a coven. A path can be ritual. A path can be solitary. A path can involve whatever it is you want it to involve. I've also kind of like got a DIY create your own spell thing that I thought I'd go <gasps> over with you. Can we make a spell? Yes. Oh my god. We're not okay. gonna we're not gonna perform it. No, no, no. But we can make one. Because I know that a lot of spells. Um, I was reading about today. I was yeah. all into this today. That a lot of spells rely on like the moon. Yes, and like and the I can, full I, moon. Yeah. Oh, I love There's this. There's correspondences to go with that as well. Um, but yeah. So fashion magic is super cool. And that kind of, it almost goes with, um, like, what I was saying about sex magic, whereas, like, for example, put on lingerie. And we touched on that in the last episode, so I'm, I'm really cool, uh, I think it's really cool that we're kind of taking full it full circle. circle. Yeah, exactly. But something like putting on your favorite black dress or your favorite, like, red shirt or all of those things, like color magic and really feeling the energy of what you're wearing. Right. Um, That's why people have lucky outfits. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, like a lucky dress yeah. or, like... And, like, you develop that superstition and you've set that intention on that item so that whenever you wear it, you're like, no, the, the good things are going to happen today. Right. And even if bad things come your way, because but you're in that. You're still you telling yourself that. good things are going to happen today. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So, like, 
Yeah, we've got some cool color-coded magic there. But, like, okay, yeah. So it describes, like, makeup as a ritual, which is the one I wanted to talk to you about. Um, and, like, ways that you can kind of turn your beauty routine into something of a spell. Um, and how you can, like, correspond with colors to do those things as well. Because, every, like I said, every color has an energy. Mm. So, like, for example, um, she writes here that, you know, a cat eye eyeliner is perfect for um, when you want to perform a glamour. Like, a glamour being referred to as, like the fashion spell right um but yeah when you want to perform a glamour that um basically provides like a a barrier people don't want to mess with you she's a badass bitch look at that winged eyeliner is it kind of intimidation in a way yeah yeah like like don't fuck with me exactly exactly um using silver in your eyeshadow is a great way to invoke the power of the moon Ooh, I have silver on right now. You do. You do. do. We actually just passed a new moon in Scorpio, which is a very, very dark moon. Uh, Very, very, very sexy. Very mysterious. Of course I got my period. (gasps) I'm on it right now. (laughs) Okay, so I was born on a new moon and I get my period with the fucking new moon. What the fuck? Well, the moon is a 28-day cycle and so do we and I'm so angry about it. I'm mad that that makes sense. Did you know what's happening tonight or tomorrow? Which? Mercury retrograde. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped thinking about it because Mercury retrograde is not a big deal. Oh, interesting. Which one do you think is? Um, To me, Saturn. Um, Mercury retrograde happens four times a year, so it's just like... Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Venus, re- <laughs> Venus retrograde sucks. Oh, that's the, like, love. The love. <laughs> yeah. the yeah, love it's not my favorite. <laughs> Mercury retrograde basically just means, like, don't buy a house. Like you're probably that's when that's when we then when Halifax loses Wi-Fi all over the city. Do you what? remember that? When that we like cr- lost all the fucking cell towers that happened during Mercury retrograde. Both oh, wow. times, Sarah. Both times. Holy I have had shit. I've had debit issues at the store when, during Mercury retrogrades. I've had my printers go to shit during Mercury retrograde. But that's all it is. Things just act just out. minor inconveniences. Things to do with communication and technology, which is what Mercury governs. Ooh, you know your shit with astrology. I'm, I'm pretty okay with astrology. The I thing is, there's so this. much with astrology and, and like you can learn so many different aspects of astrology I think, but I think I've got an okay handle. You need to I need to book you to be a co-host. I'm going to get an astrologer on. That would be so fun. That would be I so think, fun. I think I need to do a, just a astrology. Yeah, I've only got a couple episode. of friends in the astrology community. Yeah. Um, but I don't know anybody that does it for a living. I actually just like my new coworker mm-hmm. told me about her friend who's opening a new shop in the North End and oh. she's an astrologer and she's Maybe. taking classes that she needs someone to work there oh my god i i should totally actually i'll i'll look into that because it's I a mean, new store i mean if she needs staff it's like a, it's like a even just store. management staff i'm good at that heck yes oh my god that's actually a really good connection i mean yes. yeah damn girl you're killing it today yeah, I will, <laughs> this I was will. an advantageous visit i know it's networking this is how we network mm-hmm. we, we podcast that's right we do mm-hmm. um but yeah, so like more examples are like using dark green and gold could invoke the power of Mother Nature or powers of the earth. It could make you maybe feel more grounded, give you Ooh. more, give you more earth, uh, earth trait qualities. Maybe you have the traits of a Taurus or a Virgo <laughs> or yeah. a Capricorn that you wish you embodied. Invoke the power of the earth for that. That's so interesting. Yeah, which is something I should probably do because I am a baby with cancer placements and let me cry (laughs) about everything. (laughs) Well, see, that's the weird thing. I've never thought of myself as earthy. I've always seen myself as more fire and water. Yeah, see, I see that bull, though. That's the thing is the bull, I see it. Yeah, I know. It's Like, Taurus is a fun one. Taurus is the most fiery out of the... Do you think? Oh, yeah. 
I always thought out Scorpio of the earth, was. Oh, out of the earth. Earth placements, yeah. Right, out right, of right. the earth placements. Scorpio's definitely the most fiery out of the water placements. Did you just hear something? Like a bell? Like a dinging? No. That was really strange. Oh, I'm spooked now. Yeah. That was kind of weird. Okay, okay. Keep going. Um, yeah. Um, again, just like small makeup things. And, I love that. Um, oh, like how a little bit of blush can help you attract love and sex since blush mimics the uh, flush of an orgasm. And red lips. Yes. So if you do a red yes. lip or, yeah. like, well, red in general. Yeah. So is very, we like. You can talk a little bit about colors if you want. So like. Yes, please. For example, if you want to invoke certain energies, um, you can obviously choose colors. So red wants to give you energies that are passionate and fierce, capable, connected to fire. Um, the first chakra, I'm not that big into chakras yet, but I am learning more. Um, dangerous, sexy, and sensual, as that goes into like pink, which is more loving and compassionate. Orange is a fun one. I'm I'm also into numerology. Um, Ooh. I have I don't I don't have my book on that either. I should have brought my other book. Um, <laughs> but uh like figuring out your life path number. Um, have you added your birth? Do you know your number? I think I do. I think it's. I think it's. Well, I know what card it is. Uh, I think, isn't it associated with a tarot card? Um, it can. I, it can be. That? It can. Is there be. a way for me to find out? Can um, I find out with a quick calculation of just like add your birth together? So Ooh. like, what's your birthday? March fifth. So oh three oh five. Okay. Oh three plus five. What year? 1987. Okay. If that's correct, that means your number is six. Yes, that's what I thought it was. Okay, So six, yeah, I think it's like the lovers or something. Ooh, okay, so that's fun. The lovers, if that is the lovers, let me double check for you. Yes, can we double check? (laughs) I love this Um, so much. This is so fun. The lovers represents Gemini, which is what I am. Um... Because there's the two. You got the Gemini <laughs> hair. Yes, the lovers is six. Love, attraction, virtue, compatibility, harmony, triumph over trials, all kinds of fun stuff. Mine's nine, which is justice, which Ooh. is interesting because I'm a Libra rising. Oh, shit. I actually really see that now. The Libra rising. In oh, me. yeah, it's the aesthetic. Do you know how many shoes I own? <laughs> Your I don't know if you girl? saw my floral Doc Martens I walked in here with, oh, but man, that's so funny. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fascinating. But yeah, um, so color is. But yeah, so also numerology can correspond with colors, with Ooh. color magic. Ooh, so okay. I can't remember them off the top of my head because I'm basically a failure. But <laughs> <laughs> um, no. each number has a, a color that it corresponds with, really? and then so that color I don't know if it has anything to do with your aura or not, um, but that color can sometimes represent kind of like what your energy is. Could we Google that? Um, yeah, absolutely. So numer- numerology. Um, yeah, I would just type in numerology color magic. Ooh, okay. Um, from what I recall about my number, for example, my number is nine, and um, I think my color was orange, which according to most um, color magic tables, correspondence are related to, like, creative passion, so more of, like, an right. excited kind of, like... Um, energy as opposed to like the more like sensual passion of a red. Right. Ooh, but like with still the like bright and happy energy of a yellow. That's you. Yeah. That is very you. I You're... felt it when I was orange. It was fun. Yes. And that's the thing is I get into it with my hair colors too, right? Like I have a different personality with every you hair truly, color. You truly, truly do. Um, Let's see here. Does it say what the color is? It doesn't. It doesn't say. 
Uh, I can get back to you on that for your yeah. own purposes because I do just, have I'm, it in a book at home. I am so curious. Color. Yeah. Would, would it be numerology color chart? Would that make sense? Maybe. Or like color correspondence. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, where are your numbers? Color correspondence. Oh, oh, oh. Six. Indigo. So like a dark purple? Yes. Yeah, Ooh, so, interesting. Okay, what do we interesting. got? Interesting. So, I do love purple. Yeah, indigo's... <clears throat> Indigo is kind of a mix between purple and blue, so it gives you that like calm uh, but royal and divine, um, serene kind of Ooh. energy. Very Pisces. Ooh, yes, very Pisces. You can almost like take this and like decorate your house based on your colors. I I want to. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like I want to yeah. do all of these things. I mean, my rooms in my house are already color coded, but oh, I love that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's just like, honestly, so many tiny, and that's what all of this is really about, is just like teeny tiny ways that you can work magic into yes. your life without feeling like you need an altar, without feeling like you need all of these Chanting. supplies, and yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. like all the things that all the witches on Instagram are telling you that you need to feel authentic. Right. Yes, you were saying this. And so. I feel like that's the thing, is like, and I love them, don't get me wrong, and they're great sources for inspiration, but I find that there's not a whole lot of like... Practical magic. Yeah. Literally. No, truly, truly. Literally. Like, just Practical. kind of like, hi, like, I have a full-time day job. I don't just sit here and collect sage all day. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I love your aesthetic, and I love everything that you are providing me content-wise, and I know this is your full-time job, and you're lucky enough to do that, but what about us? Exactly. <laughs> what about the full-time witches? Full-time witches. We're busy-ass bitches. I love um, that that rhymed. I know, right? That's, that's like that a, sounded very rhymed. That'd be like a punk song. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, so what's this do do it yourself spell thing? Yeah. I get into this. So basically, again, it's just ways to kind of use various correspondences um, and like your own little rituals to kind of create a spell that could work for you. Um, so. Step one is kind of you want to figure out whatever it is that you want to do. So whatever it is, like, do you want to attract a certain energy? Do you want to banish a certain energy? Do you want to protect yourself and your home? Or do you want to feel a sense of security or I don't even know Man, like I various, want all that right I mean is, it, is there a spell that's like just, just for everything just the, uh, fix it <laughs> fix everything spell um just throw everything into a pot and yeah it. <laughs> cauldron something like that I um, think well like say I went like let's actually stick with the banishing because we are we gotcha have, yeah because so banishing negativity and like depression okay and stuff like that cool so one of like the next steps is figuring out essentially just how you want to do it. So whether that is through sex magic, whether that is through glamours, whether that is through a, a legitimate ritual, whether that Candles. is through intentions, whether that's through candle magic. Right. So Ooh, that involves some sort of action, as in lighting those candles. Um, and there's also like certain days of the week also have certain energies that they invoke. Like there's oh. so much that you can do to really make a spell your own. Yeah, so we've got, yeah, we've got spell candles um, that we are using. Um, I mean, they're not relevant, really, to banishing negativity and depression, but right. we're still working on self-love. Yeah, these are, well, these are, I, I, I think she said, like, the red was, like, passion, yep. and this was more... The red is passion, sexual love, um, health, and um, related to the fire element. Right. Uh, where the pink is more re- uh, referred to as like love and femininity, more of like a mothering, nurturing aspect. 
Yes. I but like also puppies. healing of the heart. Healing. Yes. This pink one is going yeah. to stay right beside yeah, me. Yeah. The pink Ooh. one's basically perfect for what we're working this with. This ain't going to work. Or for She's, what you want. She told me to put wax in here. Stick it. Oh, yeah. But like, it's, it's not. It's uh, not luby enough yet. It's not luby <laughs> enough. But basically, yeah. So from there, you kind of have, you want to pick your uh, action that you want to do. What, okay. Usually with candle magic, that means like anointing the candle in like some sort of essential oil, whatever essential oil like corresponds with whatever Ooh. kind of spell you're looking to create. So for something, I'm not that up on oils and I don't have all the correspondences right. in front of me. Essential oil, oils are so pricey. Yeah. Um, you can like you can usually use olive oil, which is pretty Oh, fine. yeah, okay. Um, or like other essential oils. A lot of like spell shops will have like certain oils that they recommend for certain spells as well. Like Neighborhood, which probably has some that are like labeled and everything because they're yes, super they helpful. Um, and you can also add herbs if you want to or like whatever other correspondences that you think are relevant to the spell work that you want the energies that you're trying to achieve that sort of thing Hmm. it's really it's so DIY you literally it's like a recipe exactly you concoct all the ingredients that you want or you can work magic into cooking too it's great Um, yes friggin what's that movie with with friggin Sarah Michelle Gellar oh my god I don't with the crab have you oh I know what you're talking about and I seriously think I literally have it I think it's on my shelf, <laughs> which is so sad. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, there's often some sort of like dressing of the candle. Hmm. So whether that means anointing it with oil or um, like carving like a certain message into the side of the candle. Oh. Um, sometimes you can pair that with like just a written intention that you burn. Um, that sort of thing. That but was once, one of the ones I found. It was like t- talking about getting over someone, like writing out. Oh yeah, like everything, and then those sorts that. of things, and then burning them. Um, and sometimes it's good to kind of like get rid of the ashes in a good way. Sometimes like banishing those ashes in certain ways. Like if ah. you look into exactly like the correspondence for whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Right. Sort of you can essentially make a spell for anything. Eh? Absolutely. And that's- but you should probably focus on one thing at a time, I imagine. Yeah. And again, you don't really want to do spells that have to do technically like with a certain person. Like no. you can decide that you want to cast a spell on a person so that their energies don't affect you. Ah, but, but you're, so you're thinking of that person in terms of their but it's energy. Actually, well, it's more or less a protection spell for yourself. Like you're right. protecting them yourself from their energies, right? Less than actually like putting a spell on them. Yeah, yeah. Because you never really want to fuck with somebody else when it no. comes to spell work. It's all no. for self improvement and self growth. Yeah, the crafts don't don't take it literally on the craft. Yeah, the things they do, <laughs> the things they do on that movie. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like the universe is gonna do a bunch of random shit whether we like it or not. Whether, whether we, we like it, or whether not. we talk to it or not, yeah. and like. I don't know. I figure it's everything that our parents hoped religion would be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so true. Ooh, oh, boy. Yeah. This is fun. I kind of want to make spells. Right? I, I didn't even realize that you could just make your own spell. Oh, absolutely. Like, all you got to do is, like, again, just figure out what corresponds with whatever it is you want to work with and just be so damn sure of your affirmations. Like, you make your own fucking magic. And you know what? That kind of leads into tarot, which we're going to do. For sure. So because tarot, like what people tell you when you get tarot card readings, like when you're shuffling, you're thinking. Yeah. You're so I am going to get I'm going to get you to shuffle these. Oh, I'm so excited. So we're going to do a tarot card reading here, guys. Another yeah, one. With my my Urban Outfitters tarot cards. I have actual like Rider Waite tarot cards, but I 
TBH didn't want to fuck with their energies. That's fair. Uh, I have them sitting at home under a amethyst at all times. Do we have enough room with the candles here? Oh, Is this a probably. weird kind of arrangement for a reading? I think it should like where be. We're, okay. Where we're kind of. Yeah, I honestly, I don't take my readings too seriously. A lot of my tarot readings that I do are. Love that. Single card readings. Um, actually, yeah, no, I'll get you to shuffle these. However, okay, so however I'm going to shuffle. And do I think of anything like a question? Um, Sometimes it depends. On, yeah, I guess a question will usually work. Um, so single card readings are usually if you want like a yes or no answer. I can Ooh. do I can do like a past, present, future kind of situation Ooh. for you. Okay. I still don't know all the meanings again, like off the top of my head. Yeah. So I will still reference them. Yes, we're going to um, reference all. But I would of probably the- either do like yeah, a general past, present, future reading, or if you want like something specific, like an outlook on a certain situation I can give you like a one card insight as well and do I say the question out loud um I would say once you're done shuffling um maybe ask the the deck the question and then choose your card um there's a lot of other nuances that go into it for example choosing a significant uh I can never pronounce that right significator um is helpful basically it's just a card that represents yourself um that you basically kind of set aside to look over the reading Ah. And that kind of adds almost like a personalized energy to the reading itself. Um, when I do readings for myself, I use, I think, the Page of Swords because the Page of Swords um, has a, like astrological meanings for myself. Ooh. Yeah. Basically, the Page of Swords represents like a younger female. And when they say younger, they mean like not like matriarchally. Uh, arc- yeah, that sort of thing. Right. Um, but like a younger woman um, of an air sign. That's you. Yeah. And I can't remember what the other ones are off the top of my head. Um, I mean, it would be a page. I just can't remember the... I could look, mm. at, I could look, I could look at the correspondences. I always try to make I should notes. know these off the top of my head. Cups is water. There we go. You'd be the page of cups. I, I, I knew it all in my brain, Sarah. Me? Why did I question myself? I'm page of cups? You'd be a page of cups. Yeah. Is Cup, that based on Pisces? Uh, yeah, because Pisces is a water sign. Cups would be... <sighs> I do get a lot of cups that show up in my readings a lot, I find. Interesting. So, like... I, I've kept meaning to like make note of the cards that yeah. that show up and just be like, why do they show up? So it's much? good to journal um, these types of things. Yeah. Um, sometimes you can set aside a certain journal for that. A lot of which is called that a grimoire <laughs> or Ooh. a book of shadows, whatever you want to call it. I don't typically actually use one of those because I bullet journal anyway. Right. So I just throw it into what I'm already like journaling with my daily life. And do you read yourself a lot with these tarot cards? Um, I've been very lazy about it. Um, but I used to try to do at least a weekly reading for myself. Ooh, interesting. I I want to get back into doing at least one pick a card every morning. Hmm. Just to give me an outlook for the day. So okay. So can we do? Can I do a yes or no question? Yeah. And also a pass. I mean, yes or no is obviously like. It's not as clear cut as right. yes or no. Like it's <clears throat> up to the cards. Inter- it's more of like a positive negative. Mm-hmm. Now, can the question be about something that happened in the past? Yeah. Yeah. Just a, it's basically what kind of insight are you looking for the cards to offer you? That's the real. That's the real. What the question is? Now I'm overthinking it. I'm wondering <laughs> if I, I'm wondering if I want to know the answer. I mean, you can keep. You can keep it as vague as you want, I guess. Again, it's just up to the card's interpretation and your own. That's the biggest thing, too. Um, with 
not quite these because these are gimmicky uh, tarot cards, but with the Rider Waite de- uh, deck, a lot of the correspondences come from the imagery on the cards themselves. Mm. So a lot of, you know, if you see that one of the cards shows a man who seems in anguish, it's probably not the most positive card. If you see something flourishing with flowers and happiness, it's probably yes. something a little bit I more happy. I get a lot of dark cards in my readings. That's fair. They don't necessarily mean bad things. Right. A lot of dark cards also denote that you're able to withstand the dark things and that you're going to come out even stronger. So maybe for my yes or no, I'll just ask. I feel like I'm in a really bogged down time. Mm-hmm. And I've felt like this for a long time. Yeah, for sure. So I guess what I'm wondering is, is if I'm going to come up the other side and finally be at peace with life. Like, happy. Like, that's a very okay. raw question. It is, I know. yeah, yeah. But I guess maybe... We and could, that's like, the thing is it can always change. We could narrow it down maybe like, am I going to get over this person? Okay. Am I going to get over this Okay, this or even, yeah, and if you want to even generalize, it could be like, you know, how is the getting over process going to go? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Draw so, a card. So I just draw one, and just I can draw, draw one. It, if draw you're from anywhere, anywhere from the middle of the deck, top of the deck, it's up to you. The card already picked you. It doesn't really matter. Ooh, interesting. Oh, is, did, did I pick two? Yeah. I accidentally. Oh, no. Are, no, you're good. Sweet. You're good. Okay, over. picked it. All right, we got the emperor. Oh, interesting. The early emperor. card. So that's at the beginning of the major. I'll show your fancy visual elements. The tattoo tarot. I love it. It's really pretty. Yeah. I love, I mean, my all my tattoos are American traditional style. So as soon as Heck I saw yeah. an American traditional style tattoo deck, I was like, well, Heck yes. the gimmick got me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, the things that the emperor does uh, relate to are, mm. obviously, it's a king. It is a man in power. Mm-hmm. Um, it could represent authority. Mm-hmm. It could represent leadership. Mm. It could represent proficiency, wealth, stability. Mm-hmm. So there's one, like, I mean, not to stretch, but there's also one part that could represent an entirely different man. Right. So there's always that option. Huh. You never know. Um, it represents perseverance, endurance. Mm. Kind of exactly what you were asking about. Right. Uh, realization. Exactly. Mm. You could be the strong masculine influence. Right. Because that couldn't that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a man. That just means a masculine force. You could end up in um, a field that is dominated by men. Very true. And you could end up on like in power. Very true. Or maybe I take the power back. Maybe. Maybe it's the power that has been I've felt like it's been over me and I'm taking it back now. Maybe. Mm. See, again, like those kinds of things, they right. get a little bit more specific with a past, present, future reading because right. that's what you're looking at. Like, this is what was happening in the past. This is what's happening to me mm. right now. This is what I can expect in the future sure. kind of thing. Oh, I thought. But the, so far, I feel like this is not necessarily a bad reading. No. Um, but yeah, so effective logic experience. Uh, there is some obstruction. There's some lack of ability. There's some weak character and immatureness, and it can also lead to rebellion. Okay. Hmm. So maybe somebody that's not ready for the amount of power. Mm. That could also be it. That could very well be it. Yep. I could I could definitely apply that in my situation. <laughs> and that's exactly it, though, is it's all so subjective. That's the thing. But I like it. It, it makes it does still make you think of things. Yeah. No, that's ex- that's all it is. You know, like, that's all it is. It's to look inward. Yeah. 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 Looking in. It's dark, but. You gotta do it. Exactly. So let's do the other one. So, okay. so we're gonna so do... So you can sh- shuffle again if you like. 
Um, and then you can choose three mm. different cards. Sometimes it's cool to look at cards that fall out, actually, because um, sometimes they can offer additional insight, too, because it means, like, those cards kind of wanted you to see them. Yeah. Um, so pentacles generally represent things to do with money oh, and earth signs. Oh, that's me. <laughs> money, stress, and earth. <laughs> Taurus placements. I mean, fair. Um, let's see, you've got an eight of pentacles and a six of pentacles. And numbers all have their own correspondences, too. So, that, right. like, that's a whole friggin' ordeal. So, like, obviously the eight means a certain thing. The six means a certain thing. And that can apply to tarot. That can apply to, like, obviously numerology. But that can also apply to astrology. That can apply to so many things. Numbers are crucial. And the fact that math backs everything up is even scarier. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Um... Apprenticeship, employment, commission, planning, craftsmanship, ambition, or lack of it. Mm-hmm. Um, good financial trends on the up and up. Caring mm. acts, generosity. Mm. This guy. That's positive. Yeah. King of Swords. Yeah, this guy popped out of my deck. He wants you to see him. He's a businessman. He's a judge. He's a lawyer, doctor, advisor. My dad's a judge. Interesting. Authority, power, superiority. It could represent him. You never know. Maybe he's got... He came up in my other reading, too. Maybe he's got some financial advice to give you. Wow. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. It's a conversation I don't want to have. I mean, (laughs) But maybe. Maybe he's giving you money. Ooh, maybe. Like, a lot of it. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I'll take it. But, yeah, like, it's... It's just That's fun. interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, like they fell out, so fell it's, out. it's it's good to look at them. And, and so, see. do they go back in? Yeah, let's start with the bottom or wherever. Let's throw Doesn't really them. matter as long as you okay. like. Honestly, the shuffling part is kind of like as long as you feel it's right. I feel it's right. All I right. do feel like it is right now. All right, I'm done. So yeah, draw three. I draw three from anywhere. Yeah. Got a reversed one. Interesting. Another. Oh, two reversed ones. Oh my god, they're all reversed. Is that bad? It could just be that the honestly, like the deck is poorly shuffled. Like it's still very new. It hasn't been used a lot. That's true. Um, On the side note, some tarot readers don't even care about reversed cards. A lot Hmm. of them do. Um, Reversed can either mean sometimes it is the inverse of Hmm. whatever the card has to tell you. Sometimes it can just mean a weaker version. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I wouldn't read too okay. far into them being reversed, but it can have a certain play on hmm. what their reading will come into. So we have the Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Which is interesting. And how do you read them? Past, present, future? Yep. Interesting. Um, am I just like bad at numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Math is not our strong point. Wheel of Fortune. There we go. So cycles of life. Hmm. Destiny, new cycles. So that's the past. Uh, evolution through progression. Like the Wheel of Fortune is a very like close to the end. Or no, they're pretty close to the middle. Never mind. I'm talking out my ass. Um, so success, sudden luck, one person's loss, another gain, up and ups and downs. 
So because it is reversed, that could mean the inverse. It could just mean a lesser version of that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, could be the opposite. Exactly. Um, judgment. So depending on what that means for you, this card could also represent rebirth, renewal, awakening of the dead, rejuvenation, judgments, uh, call to new life. Creation, promotion, and rehabilitation. Huh. And that's present? Yeah. Interesting. So that, like, that kind of sounds something similar to, like, you know, like a phoenix rising from the ashes situation. Right. So could that mean that maybe I had financial struggles before, but now I'm trying to take control of that and rise above, like, the judgments I got? That could, ver- like, yeah. literally, that could very well be what that means. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm trying to make more money now. I'm trying to like yeah get my shit together. You're you're rising from those ashes exactly. Like yeah. you're rebirthing yourself in a sense. Well, I mean, I'm trying to get over someone too. Yeah. So maybe it's not. The it's a whole personal present. rebirth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, there's yeah, there's definitely a lot of personal stuff going on. That's like yeah, for sure. Like probably more than it ever has been. Exactly. In life. Yeah. So I feel like that comes out a lot in my readings because it's just very prominent. And that's fair. Exactly. Yeah. Like you put those energies right into the card. They read you back. Oh, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop um, reading me cards. <laughs> so for your future, you're looking at three of cups. Um, mm-hmm. Whether you read it in verse or not, uh, it represents happy gathering, social activity, group effort, victory. Ooh. Problems resolved. Um, wounds and painful memories healed. Oh, my God. Pleasures of life. Ah, that was a good natural progression in this. Conclusion. Oh. I like this reading for you. That's a really, like, that's, that was actually really good. So, yeah. like, because these are inverse, these things could mean that, like, you know, things are tough. Yeah. But because this is reversed at the same time, it could literally just mean that, like, it's not necessarily going to be bad. It's just going to be a struggle. A struggle. Yeah, but I mean, that's very true. Yeah. I feel like every single time I do tarot, struggle is always there. I feel like struggle is just always there. But I've been, like, with friends with readings. I'm like, right. Like, it's just always a different vibe than, mm-hmm. like, struggle is always in my cards. Interesting. I've never actually yeah. had a professional reading done. I've just been reading them you, for myself for a really long time. Oh, you should you should get one I've, done. I've always wanted to. Yeah, I've just been too lazy to go and find parking. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That is totally fair. Um, what's another thing we could do? So I could actually hand you over my birth chart if you want to take a look. Oh, I do want to look at your birth chart. So we're Honestly, just for my charts. own, like, I looking, know. being nosy. Okay, so I actually do have some things to say about CoStar. Ooh, what do you have to <laughs> so, say? So CoStar is a really good app, I find, for, and I used to, I, I still have good things to say about CoStar. I've got mixed reviews. CoStar really? uses a housing system that is not used by, like, any other like astrologer like Hmm. the astrology community does not use porphyry charts and i don't know why costar does um costar is obviously also run just entirely by ai so it takes a lot of the human aspects out of it that's why they send you those creepy fucking messages every morning that are like fold your laundry right and then the next day it's like actually insightful shit and then the next day they're just like don't think too much today I actually find the pattern to the, be more dead on. I really like the pattern. I wish it told me what planet was responsible. But sure. I do have a solid enough astrology thing now that I can read the pattern and be like, okay, that's that planet. Right. That's that transit. That's what's going on. Um, 
I do really like the pattern. Calls you right out. Calls you the fuck out. Oh my god, does it ever? Yeah. Everybody get the pattern. It's Actually, insane. add me on the pattern. Oh fuck uh, yeah! How, how have I not added you? Yeah, yet? but uh, no, it uses a housing system that I really don't like. Um, but I do, f- I do find it was a good tool for getting into astrology, developing yes. the interest in general, and then seeking more information. Yes. Because as soon as I had CoStar, I really liked it. I enjoyed using it. I liked the horoscopes, but I just found myself craving more. And once I downloaded more astrology apps, I kind of stopped using it. Like, I don't open so, CoStar. I just wait for the fucking message to come But is this morning. birth chart correct? Like what It they- might be. It might. The chart itself, like your planets are probably correct, that your houses might not be. Let's see if we can it up maybe on a different what's the a better website to use um honestly just like if you're going onto the internet cafe astrology is pretty easy okay cafe and while i'm doing this Mm -hmm. can you explain just generally like okay so there's signs yeah then there's planets then there's houses what do they all mean so signs are constellations uh planets move in the sky um the sign that a planet is in is basically just where that planet is in the sky falling under that constellation right um your houses are entirely based on you. They are your birth chart. So when you have your birth chart, you basically have a giant circle that lays out um, the beginning of your first house, which is essentially so hard to explain where the sun was on the eastern horizon the moment you were born. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty specific. And what sign it was in. So for you, it was in Taurus the minute you were born. That's where the horizon was. That's where it was. Yeah. Like, that's where the horizon hit the sun or something. It's it's I'm a bull. Yeah. I'm a bull, baby. And and that's what you project out to the world because it's your rising. It's been said that you actually grow out of your rising as you get older. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. Um... But and then and then so that would be the planets or yeah oh the yeah, what yeah the houses kinda, mean yeah so your houses represent different areas of your life essentially so as your planets move through the different houses those planets affect different areas of your life hmm. the sign that the planet is in is just the type of energy that planet is now feeling right okay so for example. Let me look at my own chart. Tell you something that's going on in my life. Oh, I love birth charts. So currently, stuff. yeah, we're still. The sun's in Scorpio. The moon is in Sagittarius. What does that mean for Frankie? So currently, the moon is transiting my second house. The second house is a house related to um, material possessions like money, um, security, physical resources. Okay. So um, planets that are in my second house are fucking with my money. (laughs) Oh, yeah? They're fucking with my possessions and my my physical resources and what I value highly. Um, So the moon, which is emotions, being in Sagittarius, um, going through my second house right now, basically seems that, like, the material world is a little bit of a more emotional importance to me. Yeah. Like, things like my money are going to affect my emotions. Um, Which makes Sag- sense. Yeah, the Sagittarian aspect of it is kind of more of, yeah, it mentions here a heightened sense of pleasure in the beauty of the world around me. Sagittarians are the wanderlust signs. They're also, like, 
obnoxious party fire signs. I love Sagittarians. I, do too. I fucking get on and so Scorpios. well with Sagittarians. I have mixed reviews on Scorpios. I think- mixed reviews, especially October Scorpios. I'm looking uh, at you. Oh shit. <laughs> November Scorpios only. Interesting. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like as it moves through your different houses, it affects different areas of your life. That's basically transit astrology. That's how the planets right now affect you. Whereas I look even at your own natal chart. So I see that you have. Mm. Um, let me take a look here. Can I see the yes. chart or like the circle? Yeah. It's a circle at the bottom. Mm. Hopefully. Yes, give me that. Oh, fuck yeah. Cool. Cool. Ooh, cool. Um, yeah, so... Oh, you're also a Taurus Mars. I'm a Taurus Mars. You're also a Taurus Moon. So a Taurus Moon and a Taurus Rising. That's why you're so fucking I three, Taurus. I have three Taurus. So I'm Moon Taurus. Yeah. Mars Taurus and Taurus Rising. Rising. So generally, if you have three or more uh, planets in one sign, it's actually called a stellium. Generally, the Ascendant doesn't count. Mm. Um, but yeah. So first house being ruled by Taurus. Oh, so interesting. Oh, my gosh. I always reference things because, like, that's the what thing. What app are you using? This app is called Time Passages. Um, it is only available on iPhone. Oh. Um, it's a lot of features within Time Passages are paid features. I've never had to buy one to get the most use out of the app, but it has ah. a friggin' glossary of everything. Oh. So, like, literally anytime I'm, like, slightly confused about something, I'm like, let me just go back into this app and I'll have all the information and everything will be beautiful. But it's not on iPhone? Oh, no, it's only on iPhone. Only yeah. on iPhone. Um, But... So, like, knowing what we know about Taurus, Taurus revels in the pleasures of life. And your first house is your house of self, house of self-expression, house Mm. of ego. Mm. So a lot of those things could be indulging yourself. Mm -hmm. Those things involve three-wick candles. They involve bubble baths. They involve expensive food. Yeah, they involve hashtag Um, (laughs) self-care. Self-care is a method of overspending. I love those memes where it's like, like, talk about tourists at home or whatever. And it's just like, like, they're just bubble bath and the wine. Yeah. That's me. I yeah, love it. it's very, very good. But that's your first house, so it's very apparent. Okay. Um, other things that I can like quickly denote. Ooh, you also have Mercury in Pisces. I don't yes. know that much about that placement. Hmm. Um, because Pisces is a very like dreamy sign. Uh, Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac and kind of represents a little culmination of everybody. Yes, I I heard about that. Yeah, so basically, the way you think about it is that Aries is the baby. Aries is, it also represents uh, tarot cards as well. Um, Aries is the baby. Aries represents the fool. The Mm. fresh into the world, has no idea how to navigate it, and is just charging in head first, ready to go. Taurus is kind of like Bambi on the ice, figuring things out, kind of slipping a little bit, but, you know, slowly getting there. Gemini is like the third baby, learning how to talk, communicate, that sort of thing. Cancer comes in, wants to learn how to feel. Tor- like Leo comes in, says, hello, I am the sun. Everybody yeah. look at me. Uh, I love a Leo moon. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. If anyone is listening and has a Leo moon, will you please be my friend? And is, um, is moon how you love or how, how you um, show emotion? Um, moon. Like, one of those. Right. Moon is how you show emotion. Venus is how you love. Venus is love. Yeah. Ah. The moon can 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 represent how you love it can also represent what you love but it is more or less the actual like emotional side of it rather than the infatuation side of it right whereas like mars is all sex 
Ah, yes, Taurus. Sex and ambition, like your work drive so as well. So if your Taurus is in Mars, it just means you love to fuck. Yeah, basically. What's Pretty, up? What's up? <laughs> Taurus, Mars. Mars, Taurus. Uh, Mariah Carey is also a uh, Taurus and Mars. Oh, amazing. Or Mars and Taurus, I mean, but yeah. Oh my god, that's um, a whole other thing. Like looking at celebrities. Oh my god, birth I love. Cele- I have Mariah Carey's birth chart like saved on my phone, so I can reference. Is there like a website for this, or do you just um, Google Cafe Astrology? I usually just type in Mariah Carey birth chart. Hilarious. Uh, almost all celebrities, as long as they have a birth time, most cafe or most um, astrology websites can pull up <laughs> celebrity Too birth charts. Funny. I've gotten so like balls deep into celebrity birth charts. One I found really interesting was Prince. Ooh. Prince and I have the same birthday, so I wanted to look at his chart. Ooh. Um, another one was, I only looked up his chart because I wanted to be right about it, was Russell Brand. Oh. Typical Gemini. Oh, yeah, he is a Gemini. He's such a fucking Gemini. Yeah, yeah. Speaks nothing but bullshit, and he does it real well. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. <laughs> they love to talk. Do I ever? Yeah. But, like, that's the thing, like... I just deduced based on what the internet was telling me that oh, yeah. Gemini is perceived as one of the worst. I feel like that's the big joke. Songs. I feel like people are more mean to um, Capricorns. Oh, or Leos. Fuck yeah, maybe Capricorn. No, Leos, feel, Leos deserve it. Um, <laughs> I feel like Capricorns get a bad like. Leos aren't I, even bad. They're just so self obsessed that they could deserve to be knocked down a peck. Well, I always just find them like I associate. How dare you have self confidence? <laughs> I associate it with boringness. I don't know why. Leo's or Capricorn? Capricorn. Yeah, yeah. Cap- <laughs> so my boyfriend has a Capricorn stellium in so the sorry. 12th house. So and anyone sorry. that knows about astrology is like, oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Maggie's boyfriend. I didn't mean to Here's the adorable thing, though, is he has a Capricorn Venus. Mm. So his love sign is in Capricorn, which is very... Capricorn is dad. Capricorn is like the dad that's dis... Like, not even... He's not mad at you. He's just disappointed. Oh, Capricorn that. wants you to learn lessons. Or Saturn wants you to learn lessons. Saturn wants you to go through hardships and come out fucking knowing what, better. Oh. So Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, so embodies a lot of those energies. Whereas the sign opposing Capricorn is Cancer. Now that's where my Venus is. So we actually have opposing Venuses. On the surface level, that connection doesn't really want to work. On a surface level, Capricorn is like, why the fuck are you so emotional? And Cancer is like, have you felt ever? Yeah. Which is literally me talking to my boyfriend. Which is literally our fights. Oh my god! But the thing is, is opposing signs, sister signs, for example... Reason I get along so fucking well with Gemini's, uh, or I mean, sorry, with Sagittarians, mm. um, is that it basically on surface level it's not supposed to work, but when it does, it's more rewarding. Oh, that's interesting. So I have this super sweet connection with my boyfriend that, like, on surface level, we want to like get at each other's throats a little bit, but when we do make it work, it's literally such a nice blend of harmonies. Like he right. teaches me how to set boundaries and to stand up for myself, and I teach him how to feel. It's like a complimentary. Yes, absolutely. Thing. We give each other the energies that we lack. I'm just trying to see what mine is. Pisces and uh, Leo. No, no, not Leo. Virgo. Virgo. Virgos are just Earth sign Gemini's. That's, that's, if you get to know them, they're funny as fuck. That's the guy. He's a Virgo. Fucking asshole. I hate him. Hate him already. Virgo men are the shit. No, not the shit. The shits. I lied. I hate them. Yeah. Virgo women, on the other hand, let's talk. <laughs> I love this so much. We are just roasting the Zodiac. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. No, you, Virgo men are trash. Do you know anything about Lilith? I love Lilith. So okay. guess what? Guess what my Lilith is? What is your Lilith? Mine's Taurus. I think it's Cancer. Interesting. Okay. 
Okay. What does the Lilith mean? So, okay, so I, most, what, what, the, the story of, okay, so astrologically, Lilith doesn't actually represent a planet or a physical plane. Lilith represents basically the moon orbits at a, like, um, ovular cycle, uh-huh. less than a circular. Hmm. Um, so it actually goes in, like, a ovular it's not it's not cycle. as round. Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. ovally. So Lilith essentially represents the darkest side of the moon, the farthest point at which the moon like Oh yes, okay. Is in the orbit, ah, if that makes sense. The dark side of the moon. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. So it represents the dark side of femininity. Lilith is my fucking favorite. Lilith is everything. The Lilith dark. is everything. Lilith is my whole soul. How the heck do I know what I it says Lilith? How do I find out? I think it's cancer, but um yeah, it'll it'll tell me. Oh, scroll back down or up, maybe. Oh, there oh, it yeah. is. Lilith and Cancer. Yeah, I'm in yeah. Cancer. Um, mm-hmm. but Lilith basically represents like unabridged female empowerment. The thing with Lilith is that in um really, really, really early Hebrew culture, Lilith was Adam's first wife. Huh. Lilith was Adam's first wife who was not subservient and she basically told Adam to go fuck himself and left the garden so Adam made a new wife who did everything he said so she's like a feminist warrior essentially pretty much yeah She's, yeah, it represents dark themes of feminine sexuality empowerment Ooh. like very much a dark feminine energy I want to look up what what uh Lilith and Cancer yeah yeah no this whole website you'll get lost for like seven years there's so much like it's insane and that's the thing with astrology is there's no linear like learning like you for example could have all the knowledge there is to know about every single sign but I could have all the knowledge there is to know about all the houses the next person could have all the knowledge there is to know about each of the planets right and then you don't then you get into aspects and orbs and deacons and things I haven't even touched yet god damn there's so much and it's all math yeah, yeah. <laughs> would, would you ever take a course in it? Oh my god, would I ever? Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Lilith and Cancer. She may have felt ashamed for being needy or dependent. A it nail- does represent female shame in a way because she was hidden away. A nail feels awkward or even angry with people who display these traits with without apology. Oof, that's real. Um, she can feel very uncomfortable asking for help or expressing her own nurturing nature as a result. Accepting the very human need for care and concern herself can be empowering. It can also help eliminate extremes of behavior in these areas where she expresses neediness to an extreme after feeling remorse, then repeating the cycle. So that kind of goes into you, like, you know, being afraid that they'll leave you, like, to the point Mm. that almost represents that. Oh, boy. (laughs) <laughs> but like it also like I feel like yeah no it represents like that deep dark nature that is repressed or buried that really just goes back into all the shadow work right Chelsea is seen as human and helpful for illuminating her deeper desires huh that's interesting yeah this is such a crazy thing Honestly, I think it's so cool to, like, be able to really dissect yourself. Um, And I've definitely fallen prey to allowing myself to criticize myself based on astrology. Right. I've definitely struggled hard with that. Well, I I had a real time realizing that I was a Taurus rising because... I for so long thought I was Aries. Interesting. And it's all around the same area. Aries sits right between that Pisces, Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. I always felt very Aries-like. And when I found out I was Taurus rising, I didn't see that at all because I've had bad experiences with Taurus men. And so I think it like, it it made me not like Taurus 
like as that's a fair. Sign. No, that's totally fair. So when I when I found it was Taurus rising, I was like, no. But then when I looked further into it, I was like, oh yeah, that's. That's, that's literally how I feel about my cancer placements. My mom is a cancer and she makes me fucking crazy. So I resent everything about her that I also have. Oh my God, that's funny. Yeah. But now <laughs> I'm realizing that like cancer placements are soft and wonderful and they're nurturing and people love that and there's too many hard edges in the world already and people need to be soft like me and I'm just like, fuck you, I cry all the time. I only have one <laughs> cancer placement. Lucky I you. Have two Pisces, two, two Sagittarius, three Taurus. So Taurus, I'm Taurus dominant in here. Yeah. And... Oh wait, is it three? One, two. It's uh, your rising mm-hmm. doesn't count. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't count. Um, what the heck does that mean? No, and no, Aries. Jupiter is in Aries. Um, that's that's fascinating. I don't know, but I do still feel like I am very true Pisces. Yeah, like pretty do you, pretty. Do you withdraw a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of need to, like... Like, but I'm an extrovert, which is a weird thing. Yeah, no, and the, but thing, I need to. the thing about Pisces is it represents two fish swimming in opposite directions. Ugh, yeah. Like, that's exactly what, like, that sigil... Yeah. It's two fish swimming in opposite that's so directions. True. It's It's knowing that there's a duality and not knowing how to blend them. Not knowing... Ugh. Oof. Being... being and Pisces I, are prone to, like, existential crisis. Oh, that's me. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm always thinking about stuff like that. And it also sits on that, like, Aquarian, like, border. So, like, Aquarians get all conspiracy theory and paranoid, and it adds to that existential crisis. Ooh. Yeah. Because, again, Pisces is the universal sign. It's the culmination of all the other signs. It's always interesting to see, like, what signs aren't in your chart. Yeah. At all. Like, I have no Leo. I have, I have no, no fire. All I want is a fire placement. Just one. I Give have... me the self-confidence of a fire placement. I'm so over crying. Ah! So I have Aries is fire, right? Yeah. And, it's and Sagittarius. And Scorpio. Oh, no, Scorpio is water. Scorpio is water, yeah. Uh, and that's it. So, okay. You're pretty water heavy, too, yeah. Yeah. I'm all over the place. Pluto and Scorpio doesn't really make a difference because it's a generational planet that only moves every 30 years. So, oh. Yeah. Huh. Like, I mean, it's moving. It changes signs every 30 years. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Oh Neptune and Uranus are also um, generational signs, but I think they move a little bit more quickly. Jupiter and Saturn are not really generational signs, but they do move pretty slowly. All the personal mm. planets, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, they move pretty quickly and at like pr- almost similar scales. Hmm. I want to look up the Mercury and Pisces. <laughs> uh, it, uh, Mercury and Pisces sponges up the feelings and moods of people in the environment around her. Yep. moody communication sometimes very talkative other times withdrawn yep yeah tactful preferring not to offend anyone yeah yeah i get like that fertile imagination flexible mind sometimes gullible but usually simply open to possibilities indirect can be very hard to pin her down to any one belief or decision yeah that's very much so me <laughs> oh boy astrology is crazy we're gonna yeah. do a whole astrology episode we could talk probably for oh, hours about like, this yeah no it's, it's never ending and that's my favorite part is i just i keep learning every freaking day more things about astrology yeah. and just like tell me all of it i want to just take my phone and like tap it on my forehead and absorb all of the information on the internet <laughs> 
Give me all of Wikipedia. Am I an air sign? Can you tell? Yes. Yes, you are. And you're going to come back when I get an astrologer (laughs) on. I'm going to get an astrologer Even if I could just sit in the room and absorb information, like... I I need an astrologer. I'd love to... Oh, yeah. That'd be tons of fun. Would love to do, like... Yeah. I've never had, like, a professional astrologer read read my chart, so... And that's the thing. It all really boils back into just self-exploration, self-growth, and figuring out... This all those is, things. This is what it's all about. Everything yeah. we did Literally tonight. everything we've talked we about. We did talk about spells. We did tarot. Yeah. We did astrology. It's like the trifecta. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's the all trifecta. about putting your fucking self first. Fuck yes. Oh, Which yeah. is easier said than done. Like I'm sitting here sounding real confident when I say that. And I go home, bend over backwards for people because I have cancer placements. But. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Just um, fight against it. Yeah. But that's fight exactly it. it. You know, like. We're both out here saying, hey, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. That could be an alternate episode title. We're trying. <laughs> really? Um, Frankie, thanks so much for coming over on this. Thank you for having spooky me. Spooky Halloween special. This was so fun. This I feel like we're in our fun. natural habitat here. This is very good. Yeah, the spookiness definitely uh, put us in our element. I love it. Yeah. I thank you so much for coming on. Like, so last minute, too. Oh, of course. I was fun. just like... Come- Come over. Um, <laughs> like today. <laughs> please now. Which is why I look like garbage, but it's fine. <laughs> you look amazing. You're just gr- very greasy. And I, I adore you. I think you're so great. I look up to you and how you live your life. And I, if things are tough, I'm here. Back at you, my dude. We're here. We're here for each other. For sure. Yeah, we got some different different stresses going on, but we're yeah. going we're gonna to sort through it all. Um, so thanks so much for coming on, Frankie. Where can people find you? Can people follow you on social media? If they want to follow me on either Instagram or Twitter, I literally don't care. I post nothing but garbage. Um, you post amazing stuff. <laughs> and if you want to see like positive energy and a girl like singing Mariah Carey all the time and dancing around and being happy and fun, like it's it's just re- a regular wine Wednesday. It is you know? refreshing. It is refreshing. You need to some see. 80s Kylie Minogue. I got you, yes. Sam. Yes, you did. And that put me in such an 80s mood when I heard that. I love it. <laughs> But thanks so much for coming on and ring the bell.